Hey, how's it going out there, beautiful people of the Ooh. world? This is Radio Melee. Welcome back on in to the Premier Melee podcast. I am joined today, of course, by the powerful, intellectual, and uh, and also very Hello. aware. Oh, what's up, Tof? How are you doing today, man? What's up, dude? Yeah, sorry, I've had a bit of a hectic day. There's, there's Atriox around here. That's what it's all about. Did you have a question? What's up, Atriox? No, oh, I do have a question. It's PB. Look, he's right there. What's up, PB? Hi. Hi. Yeah, this is a true fact. PB once called me the greatest sheik he's ever seen. On, I, yeah, I did? That's, I don't remember so, that. He said, no lie, I would throw Mewtwo King under a bus to see five more minutes of your sheet. <laughs> yeah, okay, that sounds that's, like something that's I would so say. Rude, yeah, that's so rude, Jason. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of that, but I mean, I, I get the spirit of where he's yeah. coming from. So, Tof, at a new locale. Um, at a new locality, that's right. I am at Ludwig's house for the day. However, uh, Atrox is the only person here. Is there out there? There's What's up, Atriok? How you doing? Yeah, he can't hear you. I think because I think Tof ah, has the earbud. God, 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 weird. But but while while Tof and Atriok are, are goofing off over there, of course yeah. we need to introduce. Um, yes, please forgive us, sir. Um, a man who has done so much for the scene. A man who uh, has brought the hype so many times in so many ways. Uh, good streamer, working the YouTube, just innovating character. I mean. Come on, does he even need an introduction? Welcome to the show, Axe. How are you doing today, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, thanks, uh, thanks for having what me. I'm doing well, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, Glad also heralded as, uh, you know, one of the, I feel like I hear this all, all the time, just kind of one of the nicest and classiest guys in Melee, which is, which is <laughs> no small feat in of itself. Is I feel like this, so cool. this might be a little bit different because uh, if people only see me compete, they're used to the hat. I'm not wearing the hat. So right. some people might oh, be showing true. up with that. What happened to your true. head? Uh, um, yeah, I uh, it's it's the haircut, you know, the hat. Uh, <laughs> it'll come back though. My, Not my a little off the back. top, we'll sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, grows fair. fast. Fair. Great, great. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, uh, the, amidst the chaos, you might not have, you might have missed it, but Atrog also said, and I echo this. Uh, he said, "Congratulations, X, on getting into Summit." Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> it, it was a nail biter. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the whole. Voting process I mean, and stuff. Oh, it was crazy. Oh my yeah, gosh. So, I mean, this is like a, this is a topic, right? I mean, I just feel like some people are making noise about it, but I mean, largest prize pool in Melee history by mm. a mile. Yes. 20 yeah, I think years. It, I think it's the largest in Smash history, period. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, just, to, I mean, blowing, blowing it out of the water, right? I don't think we'd crossed the 100K mark before ever. And it's sitting at 140K, which is, which is just bonkers. Yeah, I think I think Smash World Tour was supposed to be 100k, but oh, okay, uh, okay, but yeah, I mean, pandemic happened, that whole thing, right? Yeah, wow, wow. Well, I yeah. mean, so it's a big pot for it, and uh, and you're and you're in there. You're one of the people that could take it all, and not only that, but this is after you know quite a while of uh, playing online. I mean, how you can respond to any part of that that you like but really just as a whole unit how does it feel to to be going to summit i mean it, after the voting process and everything acts well the the pot isn't something that's really sunk in i guess i'll say you know it's like to me it's kind of just going into summit and whether it's like a 30k pot or a one hundred forty thousand dollar pot it's like like i'm sure you guys know as melee players it, it hasn't really been about the money like i don't think any of us started for the money not not any of us that's true um yeah uh, i think the more like old school you are the more true <laughs> that kind of is oh yeah I'm yeah like, yeah Definitely. i don't know it's like it hasn't really sunk in how much money is actually on the line and that's pretty insane but um i to me it's more about actually going in person to compete yes uh you know on consoles so and crts again like it it's it's weird because it's been like a year and a half or something yeah pretty close to it uh so yeah. I, i'm just i don't know i'm excited and i legit did not think i was getting in you did it was uh no because um <laughs> i don't know just uh looking at the votes seeing especially the first voting process when yeah. lsd sniped that in. one was wild that one was that wild. one was wild yeah yeah that was completely unexpected and um yeah seeing that happen and just my community i think like m more of mine was more open like more of the votes that i had it's like if someone really did research they could see what i had yeah. uh 
But with LSD, you had no clue. And I was thinking there's probably going to be more people like that. And mm. like Aklo, for example. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't feel like I was getting in, but my community pulled through and <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. So sure, Did they put a, I, 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 I actually had a question on the pertinent question on this. And I wanted to ask yeah. none too at some point, but like, did you have much of, because I think these, the, you know, the, we, the, the, it's kind of, just kind of become the common parlance now, the spirit bomb, which yeah. of course to the uninitiated is, you know, a concerted, uh, you know, kind of last minute, you know, chunk of donations to try to snipe the, uh, the auction, if you will. Right. Yep. Um, how much, like, did you have much court? Like, did you coordinate that? Like how, what goes into that? Like, what is that like on the inside? So I have like my own community discord, the Axe nice. discord, um, which we call the Pika pack. Nice. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Um, we had like a spirit bomb section in, in my discord. So people would go in there and say, Hey, okay. I have this many votes. And I had one of my mods, um, right. you know, tally up how many votes we had. Mm. So we had that, which was like more under wraps, uh, but anyone could still kind of see it. And then we had my on stream spirit bomb where I just had donations, ah. which ended up reaching five, a little over $5,000. Wow. And uh, yeah, so... I mean, that, that's pretty much it. You know, in, in my Discord, we got around... Uh, like 25,000 votes, I would say, which is somewhere around $8,000. And then on my stream, there was another $5,000. And that was enough to get in. Yeah. That was it. Huh. Yeah. Some of which is cheap. insane. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how we get to a prize pool about the way that we have, you know? That's, that's true. That and Hungrybox true. with his 35K donation, that helped a lot too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Definitely to your advantage, I feel like, and I'm real. I realize this this round. Like, it is definitely to your advantage to get in on one of the earlier voting rounds rather. Than oh yeah, because man, those numbers on the final day. I mean, they eclipsed even what <laughs> Hungrybox was working with on the first day. It the took them a while round. to beat Hungrybox's votes too, which I think is very unusual. Yeah, that was yeah. wild. Um, yeah, yeah. Man, there is something else I wanted to ask. Uh, ask about really quickly before we got a question. Yeah, we got caller questions in. Um, I guess I'll ask it this way, or I'll ask it in two parts. Um, did you get ratioed by Air Yingling? And <laughs> regardless, uh, what was that experience like? Because I know that he's from Arizona. You're from Arizona. I mean, you you've worn the Arizona flag at events. I mean, what was what was that experience like? Two Arizona people trying to get in. I imagine that must have at least split the community some, right? I mean, I've gotten ratioed by <laughs> by Nick Yingling even before that kind of became a thing. Oh my! Like, you know, you know, he's he goes to my local tournaments. I see him uh -huh. here and there, you know, at um, just locally throughout the years, and um, that he's he's something else, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's he's just a funny guy, and uh, I I didn't expect this whole summit thing to happen though. Like, yeah, when he was eligible, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's kind of a cool thing. I thought he entered as just kind of like, oh, this is funny. And now he's actually going to summit. And that just absolutely blows my mind. Like, what the heck? Um, as far as, like, Arizona and, uh, you know, voting goes, yeah, like, almost all of the Arizona support went to Yingling this time around. Oh, wow. uh, which I'm just kind of like, what about me? <laughs> right, what about <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, that's another reason I thought I wasn't getting in, because I, I, it was no yeah. Arizona support. It was all from... Um, my my community just you know the pika pack and there were a few people in arizona helping me i'd say most notably ty he helped me a lot oh, yeah. um because he's a he's a vip summit so he's gonna be sure, there sure and uh, you know i had that. he helped me with those votes and and stuff mm -hmm. like that but mm -hmm. yeah most of it was for yingling and uh i was stressing man i'm like yeah. i i just didn't think it was gonna happen <laughs> um yeah, so it was it was definitely stressful and all that. I will say, I mean, not not having a it sounds like a, at least a majority of Arizona with you and still being able to make it. I mean, that really just goes to show, I think, your pull in the community and how much people really want to see you play, want to see you offline, want to see you at Summit, an event that you you know won the, the you know big 
a, a, a massive moment for you. So, you know, I, I think that's awesome that, that people rallied <laughs> for that, you know? Man, yeah. Still can't believe that. <laughs> it still yeah. feels like a dream. That's pretty insane. But you know, we'll sure. see if I can do it a second time. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you got it. good luck, man. Good luck. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's all right, Tope. I've been going for a little bit. Do you have anything you want to interject with, or you want to take a caller? What are you feeling, man? I think we can get our first caller on. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I just, uh, I am curious. I mean, about kind of your. Uh... Sure. You know, I'll ask you this just as a follow up to what PP asked. No, I'll, I'll ask you this. Did, did, did you feel like, did you feel like this, like, I don't know, like, tell me about, you know, what you know of, like, what's your impression of Yingling as a, <laughs> as a, cause you mentioned, you know, you guys go to the same locals and stuff. Yeah. But what was your take as a fellow Arizona on this campaign kind of spinning out of whatever it spun out of? You know what I mean? Did that just kind of come out of nowhere for you, or uh, to me? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Uh, okay. You know, Yinglings struck me as the kind of guy who is, um, you know, they say he's Ludwig's friend, and sure. um, I think there are a lot of similarities. Like he's, like he's, he's kind of like Ludwig, honestly. Uh, and I, I don't know. I almost felt like it was a matter of time before something big kind of happens to him. Like he, he runs some Arizona tournaments here. He, he does. A tournament series called the Nick Yingling Experience, ah, uh, and um, those are actually fun. He he gets a, like a Dave and Buster's, and we we just play there and stuff. Um, but I mean, yeah, he's a likable guy. Like he's cool. He's funny. Um, it's a lot like Ludwig. Actually, it's it's pretty funny. I just um, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say about the whole thing. Um, it's hard to say. Like I I still can't really believe that he did what he did. That he's here. So yeah. That is wild. Also weird because now he's uh, during the whole voting process. It felt a little bit weird because like he's a homie, like he's a friend. But yeah, in that moment and also ah, uh, he's a he's a competitor. Like he's competition, right? right. You know, right? Like um, like for the second phase of vote-ins, mm. uh, if I didn't make it in, he was going to. It was it was kind of like direct competition sort of thing, yeah. and. Uh, now I'll actually be competing against him in the game uh, at Summit, so it's it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit weird. But what about the huh. basketball? Are you gonna? Are you? Do you think you'll dunk on Air Yingling and ratio him back finally? No. Have you no. seen that ratio? <laughs> there's there's no competing with that man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just, <laughs> just wanted to see. Just wanted to see what we might look forward to. What we hope. Yeah, we I am. I am. Uh, I'm pretty tall, but like, I haven't. Uh, I did play basketball in middle school. I was on a team. Okay. But. I, I mean, that was middle school, man. I'm, I'm a 30 year old man and uh, <laughs> haven't <laughs> haven't played so, basketball since then. This so. is a boomer call. We're all 30. Let's go. Yeah. In fact, I think Toph and I have like very close to the same birthday, right? What? We do. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm April 6th. You're April 7th? Oh, five. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, April 7th. Seven, so yeah, okay. literally one day apart. That's pretty wow. cool. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that was cool. At um, what was that tournament? Uh, Yahoo Rivalries. Yahoo Rivalries. That's right. Yeah. Back when Yahoo Sports was a thing. Rest, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was really cool. They got us like a a joint uh, cake, and it was like yeah, That was really cool. Yeah, it was. It was oh, that cool. event was pretty cool, by the way. That was a really really fun event. Yeah, it was. It was. It was almost like a mini summit, except you know a little bit different. But it was almost like a mini summit. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think we're just about ready to get our first caller on. Let's, uh, let's, let's bring them on the air, see what they want to talk about. And our first caller, oh, this is actually a repeat caller, I think. Is that right? Stellar, welcome back to the show. It is, it is. Thank you. Hey, what's, what's up? up what's, your, what's your question for us today? Where are you calling in from, just to remind people? Calling in from just outside Toronto in Canada. What's hey, up, what's yo. up? All right. <laughs> so uh, I have a bit of a deep cut uh, for y'all. So, uh, after winning Twitch Christmas Bash, I believe it was called, or Holiday Bash, or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, Crush said something to the effect of, I don't really believe in stages. I think that's, like, a myth. And so, I wanted to ask... Uh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny quote, and it really stuck with me, because it, it really threw everything that I thought I knew out the window. So, I wanted to ask how much stages are affected by a player's play style because there was also that thing in like i don't know like 
2016 and 2017 where you just did not want to take a European Fox to Final Destination, even though like, ah. it's totally fine to take an NA Fox there. <laughs> so I just wanted your thoughts on that. Before we yeah, start, I think good. this is really funny that we have a Pikachu on here. I, I, yeah. Do you, re you really, do you think, oh, let's have Axe start. Do you think stages matter, Axe? What do you think, man? As a Pikachu, most definitely, you know, that's coming from Pikachu's perspective. And I, I think it's way different from like um, other characters, uh, especially in certain matchups. Um, I think most notably against Fox, uh, because Pikachu, like for me, I have Final Destination where I have chain grabs and I have Fountain of Dreams, which is just, I don't know, it's just really good. Fox has oh. kind of trouble there. Yeah, we've I think seen those... you do something on that stage before. That's pretty cool that you referenced that. <laughs> um, I think those two stages in particular are just so insanely strong for Pikachu against uh, Fox. And, and that's like one example. So when I think of stages, a lot of it boils down to if I win game one against a Fox, I basically win the set because they have to deal with FD and Fountain of Dreams. So in this situation... I think it does matter a lot. Uh, in most other matchups... Um, yeah, like playing against Peach on Dreamland, that's chill for Pikachu. <laughs> um, I mean, Peach Dreamland... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. I'm, you know, we've all seen yeah. Armada. Well, yeah. well, I think most of us have anyway. Right. Um, yeah, I do think stages uh, do matter, but... Maybe not by an insane amount for most characters. So I think it matters a lot less than probably when it mattered when Crush said that. I, th I think things, I think the further that the games come along, the less stages kind of matter. Hmm, that's an interesting take. Do interesting. you, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit more? Because I would almost feel like it would be the reverse as people get better at better. exploiting stages that it would be harder to win on a stage that's good for someone else. I think of it a lot more as like player adaptations than um, okay uh, than actual like playing the stage. So it almost um, sounds like your opinion gets closer to crushes the longer we go on. Then kind so, like, of <laughs> become a myth eventually. You know, kind of like I see where crush is coming from. You know, okay, like um, okay. I, I sort of see it the same way. Uh, not in not in Pikachu's case, so not necessarily in my case. But okay, um, yeah, I do see it more as like. You have to outplay your opponent by adapting to them, understanding what they like to do in neutral, uh, encountering those attacks. And regardless of the stage, you should be able to do that on kind of any stage. That's that's yeah. kind of how I think of it. So like when Crush says that, I I kind of see it actually. Like I I feel what he's talking about. Yeah, you gotta remember that with Crush, he was a man of <laughs> uh what's the word? You know, he was he's the kind of guy that used a little bit of hyperbole to get a point across. And I think that what he was basically saying was like, okay, I mean, obviously, like, you know, he's going to try to, if he's playing a best of three against like a Marth or whatever, he's going to ban D. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I think Crush was the kind of guy that was like, you know, a lot of people focus too hard on matchups and stages and these things that when ultimately like, you know, you can take, you know, a, cl a class examples, you can take a great Falcon like S2J to Fountain, which in theory should be difficult for Falcon to play on. But then, you know, he's got so much experience on that stage. He's actually so good at it at this point that he's going to play in a different way based on the level and he's going to beat you anyway. So I think with Crush, I mean, again, this was a couple years ago, but I'm pretty sure I remember this quote. And I think, I think he said it in that way so that it would stick with you. Not because they literally, factually, to the T, didn't matter at all. But that being <laughs> said, I do think he thinks they're... And it does help that he's a Fox player, right? I think, like, yeah. for some characters, for some matchups, it's obviously more important. But I think Crush had a certain, at the end of the day, he had a certain enigma to him that he <laughs> wanted to uphold, you know? And I feel like if he says stages don't matter or whatever, it adds to that, you know? Um, but I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see it from a certain perspective. I mean, I remember I, I, when I, when I first started playing melee in tournament, you know, there was like rainbow cruise, there was Kongo jungle, yeah. there was Brinstar, right. Mm -hmm. And the good old days, the good old days, the good old <laughs> days. And I felt like even then, like those stages, like, you know, you would think 
you would think that stages were so polarizing with like the stuff you could take, you know, the places you could take people, like you could take people to Corneria and laser camp them with Fox or whatever. But, you know, you would think that, that at the time with the stage list being as varied as it was, you would just roll people over if you won the first game. But even back then, that wasn't necessarily the case. You know, Mango went to pound three and he had to beat Mutant King like several times on Corneria and Puff Fox, which is a terrible matchup, right? But yeah, you know, you could still, like, if you can outplay someone, you can still get it done. Yeah, it's harder for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, you played PP. I remember one of your, one of my favorite PP moments, especially for the time, was when you beat Mutant King at. Uh, I knew. I was either going to reference it or I knew someone else was. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing your job for you. Thank <laughs> you. That was yeah. insane at the oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went back to watch it recently and I was like, dude, PP relative to uh, like like PP's Falco in 2010 or 11 looked so much more modern than like other players playing characters. Like w- like I was like we were watching like some Marth or something from then and then we watched PP's Falco from then. And PB's Falco was like literally doing like modern stuff. And then like, you know, whoever else it was was like looked like the like the like the skill gaps were so big back then. It was it, it was pretty funny. It, yeah. There's just things that are hard to deal with. And I put a lot of work into trying to figure out what those things were. Also, I got hit if I didn't do them, which encouraged me <laughs> to keep doing them. <laughs> um but yeah, I guess to kind of add on to I guess the what everyone else has pretty much said. Um, I, I don't want to go too far and say that, oh, if, if you play on a stage that is considered bad and against a certain character or player and you start freaking out, right? That doesn't really do you any good as a player. It just doesn't. It's the same way as if, you know, like you're, uh, what's, what's an interesting example? You're Zane and you sit down against Axe and you're already going to start freaking out before it even starts. Like, oh man, not again. Like, no, of mm-hmm. course not. He's he's sitting down. He's like, I'm going to try and figure out what to do about this, even though it's been really it's been really difficult for me. I mean, in the same way, this stuff affects matchups, but you don't want this to be all you ever think about. And I think people can be too caught up in that with like optimizing and then they can get in their own head if they're, they lose the first game and I uh, can kind of snowball. So, um, yeah, I think that's an important point. And then there was the other part about play styles. So I think. For, uh, one of the easiest examples for me to draw on is Marth players. So some Marth players like using Sword. Some pl- Marth players like moving around. Sword Marth players like stages like Yoshi's. Moving players, you know, like more Pokemon Stadium or places where they can move. Um, and they can even like Dreamland because they just have more room to move around. So, ah. so you can so you can counterpick people based on kind of what what they like and prefer and what they're not as good at. Like if Marth dashes back on Yoshi's, he's cornered, right? So like if they, if they want to just move back, then you can use that against them. So, uh, so there is a, there is an element to, to what the question is being asked about where you can use a play style against someone. And this is also what Axe talked about where you can adapt and you can play around someone or you can get them playing a certain way, take them to another stage. They're not used to trying to beat your option the way they were before on a larger stage or smaller stage. And then you, try to make them do it and then it messes them up. So yeah, I mean, I think there's something to it that's important to keep in mind. Let's do our balancing act. Let's not overcorrect. But at the same time, I yeah, I'm I'm with these guys. Stages matter. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What do you think, uh, I guess to to follow on to add on to that as a, a little quick aside, how much mm-hmm. do you think comfortability on a stage matters then? So like let's say you're you're in a matchup and there's a pretty obvious counter pick of like oh i'm I'm marth against fox i'm gonna pick fd but mm-hmm. like let's say you're not nearly as confident in your chain grab as you are your neutral right now mm-hmm. or like something you know some that kind of thing like is there merit to picking a stage that's like maybe less favored but you would yeah. feel more comfortable on it like do you think that's a, a better decision most of the time or yeah i mean mm. uh, the the better you get i think the more you iron that stuff out but yeah i mean People, there are people that will make decisions like that that are even top 20, and I think that's perfectly valid. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, you want to be comfortable going into your match, and even if that means you're SFAT and you want a gentleman Zane to FD, then you you do that. You live your best life. 
Yeah. Results may vary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Results An may important vary. qualifier to be sure, but you need to be confident. <laughs> I do feel like I think what PP said about you tend to iron that stuff out is super on point. Cause like I feel like that is often you're gonna see that stuff a lot, like at maybe even the top 30 level and stuff like that. But I do feel like ultimately like when you really get into like top 10, top five level. You see a lot less of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I do think that's like important. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, the competition gets so steep that you need to, you'll take any advantage you can get. You know what I yep. mean? And you're going to practice to the point that if you have been dropping your chain grabs on FD or something like that, you know, you're going to get those down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much agree with you guys. Uh, I do think that. Everyone, even the best of the best players, uh, has off days. When you have an off day, like maybe you're just like, you know what, like I'm, I'm not hitting my, uh, like I don't feel good in close quarters right now. For example, mm-hmm. maybe uh, like right. um, Mango situation against Hungry Box. Let's let's do that. And he's using Fox. Uh, it's just like, uh, you know what. Um, it depends whether you're feeling you want uh, closer space to counterpick maybe Yoshi stories, or if you just want the the longer stage and play that game to go to Pokemon Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it does actually depend on whether you feel more confident on one place rather than another, and I, I do think that everyone feels that, even even the best players. Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. And sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it is extreme enough to be like. You know what? I don't want to go to FD and chain grab because I don't feel confident in that right now. I'm just gonna go to another stage. So sometimes it can be that extreme. Yeah. People actually ask. I'm curious with you uh, because you know, I think for a while it was like, okay, uh, so okay, Axe could go to FD here or whatever. He's probably gonna go to FD because he can chain grab this fox. And then a lot of the time, especially in best of fives, it seemed like you would opt to go to Fountain first, and then if anything, you'd like save FD for later in the set. Was there like particular reason for that That's something i've always wanted to ask you and never got a chance to do you think everybody's yeah. better actually uh it's like it can be a mixture of a few things uh one of them being what i just talked about like maybe i'm just feeling really off mm. and i'm like dude i'm missing like every chain grab like uh, what's the point of going to fd so i'll just go to some other stage instead uh right. other times it's I feel like I want to figure them out on a more, uh, like on a platform, like a regular stage. I almost consider right. FD not a regular stage. <laughs> so it is uh, super different. Yeah, so sometimes I'm like, you know what? I want more time to figure out what they like to do in the neutral and, and figure out their actual game plan. Because on FD, everyone plays really different, I feel like, mm. at least versus me, yeah, uh, if, it, if I'm talking about space or characters I can chain grab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes uh, sense. So, um, yeah, I, sometimes I don't go to FD because I want to figure out their playstyle more before I go there. So, and then sometimes, yeah, I'm just like, they're going to hate going to FD last, so I'm just going to save it. <laughs> uh, so it could be one of those three options. One of those That's three. Fine. Usually what it is. That's fair. Uh, Stellar, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I feel like right. it's not something that's talked about as much as I wish it was, but that's yeah. not like anybody's particular like fault. I'm just it's something I'm interested in, and there hasn't really been that much talk about it, so I'm happy that there was. I still really like, on. yeah, I still really like um something that Azusa, who's a you know really strong NorCal Peach player, said to me a while back, which was that like, I mean, I don't, I, I again, this is a little bit of hyperbole, and you you know, whatever, but Azusa basically said like. I think Melee is a really, really, really good game. And I think that, like, the thing about Melee is that, like, you can get so good and you can outplay people so hard that, like, people will want to focus on matchups and people want to focus on stages and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's always basically going to be player player to player, like, up until, you know, the two players are really, really similar in skill level. And so, like, I think that the, this was in the context of... um a couple of years ago, like when Armada was picking up Fox, right? And I was asking mm. how he felt about that because Kalamazoo was really down on Peach. He wanted to stop playing Peach. He was trying to practice Marth and all this stuff. And Azusa was like, dude, like, I'm not going to sit here and worry about, like, can 
do I need to switch off my peach because Armada thinks he needs to go Fox for like hungry box. Like I have so much growth to do as a player Yeah. that like, what is even the point in obsessing about that sort of thing? And melee is such a good game. And it's such a deep, deep, deep game that, you know what I mean? You're not going to just switch to Jigglypuff and beat me unless you're better than me. Uh, and I, I, I'm a big fan of that kind of mindset, uh, in mm-hmm. particular with melee, because I do think it's true, right? I mean, I remember a couple years ago, I mean, I mean, you know, we had Armada on the reeds, uh, and he was playing Mr. Game and watch and he had to play free Palestine, who at the time was a top 100 player going chic and Armada beat free Palestine with game and watch. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, you know what I mean? Like you can get, I mean, obviously we've seen what Zane can do with Roy. It's, it's just to the point where it's like. Is it really worth for most people? Okay, if you're like literally in the top 10 level and you're, you know, you're trying to win tournaments, yeah, then you got to worry about that sort of thing. But I think for a lot of people, like they could do really well to like stop focusing on that stuff as much. And I think maybe that's what Crush was trying to get across. Sure. Um, Stellar, I think that I think that's uh, pretty good on your question. Do you got any shout outs for us on your way out today? I do. Uh, I'd like to shout out Dage4, who just got the Dage full four. world record sweep in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. They what got every single category. Wow. Every single category. Wait, so he got the he got the 180 emblem too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Holy cow. First person to hold that world record literally since the category started. Like, it was the same person until Dage yeah. just was like, actually, I'm going to learn this category in two weeks and get a world record in a nine-hour category. So, uh, unbelievable power. And uh, doing a speedrun tomorrow at SGDQ at about 1 p.m. Eastern. So, oh. if you're around, check it out. They're really good. Dope. Good shout-out. Yeah. Um, well, hey, thank you for calling in. Uh, have a good rest of your day. Still- Thanks for having me. Peace out. Later. Up? Take care. Also, you guys can join up? to uh, put yeah. your questions okay. in exclamation radio <laughs> melee yeah, the, um, in the chat. Slime's here. The the well, the wire went through. Yingling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we just got to make sure because, like, I, I I mean, we don't really have the money yet, so it's on right. credit. So the interest rate's going to be pretty yeah. crazy if we don't Slime's get that going. We don't have money. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey what's up, dude? Hey, <laughs> hey, good to see you, dude. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, these guys are freaking funny. Yeah. <laughs> was it a good show? It was good. It was good. This is, I will say, yeah. Axe, yeah. this is yeah. not usually <laughs> how it is. This is a little abnormal for our show. Oh, uh, yeah, so Slime's a little. Um, he's not well, usually a part of this. Well, Ludwig is at, or Tove said Ludwig House, and yeah. uh, he's not usually there. So now. Yeah, all the all the boys rolling through right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's, just, it's complete chaos. Uh, but yeah, wire for Yingling went through. Hacks confirmed. Um, anyway, we're gonna move along and pretend that didn't happen. Who's our next caller? <laughs> oh, is that Twitch's uh, web? Oh web my man, again. what's up, dude? Twitch's web. What's up, dude? What up, web? What's up, Barry? Uh, good to have you back on. Web How you his doing? Deep voice rolling through. How you doing today, man? Web does have a very, very beautiful voice. I wanted to come on and just say, you just got ratioed by Air Yingling and then leave, but then I wouldn't get to ask a question. Yeah, if you if you did that, then I also know that you would have lied to Wormlax, and you're not a liar. So that's we can right. You did that. We can just pretend that you did that, and then now you're back and asking us whatever question. <laughs> yeah, so. good one, man. Uh, what's your question? What's your question for us today, Web? Well, the actual question is, um, given that all three of you guys have been to Summit before, what uh, what's your favorite part? But you oh, can't dude, say the obvious idea. stuff. There is no no winning from Axe, no commentating from Toph, no pizza from PP. But anything pizza's else? Goes? Pizza's from Axe. Yeah, Axe Axe also can't answer pizza. That's also unfair. He, he's oh, fair. He can do it. Oh, he can do it. But that's like a, that's like a huge. All right. Well, I guess I know Axe's answer. You can start while I think about it, Axe, if you want. All right. Well, to be fair, that pizza that I had, it, it actually wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, uh, not, not, this, not the the last summit pizza anyway, because it's um, oh, I don't really like cold oh. pizza and it was yeah. cold. Dude, OK, the way it actually works, the way it actually works at summit is like the, the dinner usually shows up around like five, five thirty. And on Sunday, like, you know, if you make it to the end of the day, you know, the, the tournament will kind of wrap up around maybe 7.30 or 8. So it actually is kind of cold pizza at that point. Yeah, it's and also I of... will say, Toph, I mean, 
I hope they're able to afford it this time. Uh, they got a lot of votes. I'm hoping they'll really be able to have the the pizza. You know, maybe they could have the pizza delivered in waves so it could be warm for the people that are at the end. Who knows? Um, yeah. I hope you get warm pizza, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, man. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> oh, you know, we'll see. Um, at the one that I won, um, the pizza got there maybe like an hour or two, maybe two hours. And I was up there. I was upstairs. And when I was playing Wizrobe, I was... I was really hungry. Like my stomach was growling. Yeah. And oh, were you thinking about the pizza as you're? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, he was hungry for the win and the pizza, man. This guy was—he was after it, man. He was made of hunger. <laughs> yeah. um, so to answer the question, my favorite part about Summit, um, ah, man, it—it's a little hard to describe. Besides the chill vibes. It's just so chill, uh, just like being there and being able to uh, relax. But like you're also in like a really tense competitive environment because, you know, you have to compete against everyone else. But it's just so chill. I don't know. Just like yeah. hanging out with everyone. Um, it's a totally different experience than usual from like a major tournament because uh, you're just with these 16 or so other players. And um, it's not like you walk through a sea of like a whole bunch of other um, people and competitors like at a normal major would be. It's just chill, like just the chill vibes. Um, it's a little hard to describe other than that. I, I just love how chill it is. I, yeah, I've always felt like the best part about Summit has been the extracurricular stuff. Uh, I, I mean, you know, I'm sure this is a, I like the new venue too. I do miss the house. This was really cool. Mm -hmm. I used to like just sitting out on that. They, they had like a yard, you know, um, we filmed some skits back then, back there. And uh, yeah, it was dope. It was like uh, just a really nice outside kind of deck area. And you'd sit out there and you, I mean, I remember having little bonding moments with like <laughs> bonding moments. Um, <laughs> I was going to say with, uh, with like, you know, various players that I didn't really get to know for, like I'd go out there and I mean, I, one of the first people I was going to mention actually was none. Uh, and, uh, you know, or I'd go out there with Scar and we'd just kind of sit on the porch and, and chat about whatever. And, and, and that was, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's still that aspect to it. Uh, it's, it's kind of like more of a studio now instead of a house, obviously. But, um, yeah, you always kind of make friends with some people that you didn't super duper know that well, like, um, just, which just kind of happens because you're in close proximity with. A smaller number of people than you would be in a major you know majors there's thousands of people summit there's like 20 and uh you're there for four days right so i mean uh yeah like i remember even going to ultimate summit too and i was just there as a guest basically and this is when i was playing a lot of ultimate and wizzy and plup were there and we ended up i ended up hanging out with wizzy and plup like a lot that that weekend and playing a lot of ultimate with them because like they had a bunch of ultimate setups we're like the little melee crew in the corner playing, uh, mm -hmm. playing ultimate. Like we're like labbing, labbing in ultimate, which is pretty funny. And um, yeah, I just feel like some of these interactions would never have happened if not for Summit for me. Because like you know, at a at a at a at a major, like a proper major with thousands of people, you know, you're usually gonna kind of stick to your little group or whatever, mm -hmm. right? But that's always been kind of neat for me. Yeah, I. I don't have an answer that's very different from your guys, as I would say, but I can at least say it a little differently, I suppose. Hmm. Um, being with being with um, all these people that, you know, maybe like Tope was saying, you, I, I might room away from everyone or I might, you know, stick to myself more at events, but you get to see how everyone is kind of maybe not in it. It's in a tournament environment, but it's still... A little bit different and and especially early on when you get to kind of just joke around see how everyone's feeling um you know i kind of just like ax was saying too the just like the vibes of it like you're it, it ramps up but the beginning part is still nice to see them and then as it gets as it gets more serious i think there there can be a change that can be kind of difficult to handle but i i think like being around everyone especially for the earlier parts is uh, is pretty nice because you just get to see so many people in that different environment where there aren't people around you're not signing things constantly or or whatever and i like that but also i mean i think the summit staff is pretty cool so you just get to you get to be around interesting people that you might not otherwise be around and you get to see how they interact with each other which i think is just pretty cool i mean mm -hmm. it you know i remember at the first one 
there people were singing various songs and uh, one of the staff was getting fake annoyed at it and we just kind of like you know had a thing gooning around from that and it was just that happens just, a lot yeah yeah i believe that but you know it's uh it's just one of those things that you really can't have without the type of atmosphere someone has so that's probably yeah. it for me definitely mm -hmm. definitely i Whoa. uh i also will throw in uh mafia but i'm a big mafia fan so <laughs> see what happens this time around i heard i heard they're actually making some upgrades to their mafia setup which is going to be really interesting Ooh. but i don't want to spoil anything it's exciting yeah uh how's that for your question answered web i'm feeling pretty good about it i'm glad you guys got to have all those uh, great experiences oh well thank you sir um great to have you on once again do you have any shout outs for us on your uh, way out today Oh boy, I do happen to have some shout outs. All right. Well, hit us with them. Uh, I'm about to actually just shill for you, Mr. Okay. Kevin MD. <laughs> Everyone follow PPMD's Twitch and YouTube. There's so much ridiculously high level educational melee content. It's fantastic. I was not paid to say this. Please do he is, it. <laughs> he is my editor, though, so he is kind of paid to say it. But yeah. Slight thank you. bias there. <laughs> um, shout outs to all of you guys you guys have some of my favorite streams and uh youtube channels uh shout outs to rona rumble the big one they're or rollback rumble excuse me they're doing amazing things all week long that's fantastic it's a lot of fun but most importantly shout outs to axe and tof being able to get along after a nice guy axe showed his true colors <laughs> that's, that's right that's Maybe a we'll be able to film some more uh some more uh you know content at some point soon maybe we'll get a sequel in there or something oh my <laughs> i think looking for the rematch good luck axe thank you web for uh thank you web for coming on have a great rest of your day man you too thank thanks you, see you i love web i love the guy good guy where's he from new mexico no texas Texas. Texas. Yeah. Said. And uh, it's funny because uh, when I see him, because I see him sometimes, uh, we look kind of like we could be brothers, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I actually don't know what he looks like. So. And you sound exactly the same, too. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the same super deep voice, everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am looking forward to the Yingling skits, which oh, I'm yeah. sure they got something lined up for us. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Um, yeah. Well, do we have another caller? Yeah, I think we're about ready to get uh, our last caller for the day. Uh, is that Yokai Nels? What's up, Yokai Nels? Where are you calling in from? Well, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm calling in from New Jersey. Um, New Jersey. Yes. Have you called in before? Have we had you on before? I feel like we have. No, I am a I am a new I'm a new guy, but I do what know is up, Nels? Hey, what's up, X? How you doing, man? <laughs> Hey, pretty good. Yeah, he's one of my mods. So. Oh, nice, nice. Big I shot. Think I, I think I, that's probably where I recognize him. Yeah, you know, no big deal. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, I my question is, um, yeah, and I especially wanted to ask this because uh, some people on this call has have had very uh, choice opinions on the matter. Um. Okay. So, with the return of land melee coming coming up soon, uh, do online results still matter? And furthermore, I would like to extend that to say that um, once majors and IRL locals make a full return, will right. online matter right. then, do you think? Yeah, that is a good, uh, that is a good question. Max, what do you think? Man, that's a hard one to answer. You know, I've gotten, I've thought about this a lot, and I've kind of gone back and forth. Uh, my conclusion was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's fair I, it's, that's a fair conclusion yeah it's it's just difficult because um like the online era is a bit different uh you know people you you compete at your own home you're not um in person having to like go uh fight with someone like irl next to you and stuff like that uh it's a bit different and um gosh i really don't know like if they uh i they definitely do matter if that's the question like i like all the results and everything that's been going on throughout the past year online i they're all definitely notable i would say um but to what extent it's it's hard to say hey mm -hmm. um i'm hoping one of you guys can answer better because legit i've been a big question mark with this whole subject. yeah and i mean you're i mean this is no secret 
Um, you're one of the people that I feel has been, if not, I mean, maybe the most or among the most impacted by the switch to uh, online. So, you know, yeah. I mean, for you, for you to at least be as kind about what, what the impact of online is, I think is, you know, I mean, very telling about your character, right? So, um, certainly want to applaud you for that. Uh, and yeah, but I, I guess to my own take on it, I was, you know, very, I was kind of very against um online credibility for a while and then i i've i've warmed to it more over time i think the higher ping stuff still has a pretty big impact so i think to say that mm. offline and online are exactly equivalent i don't think i will ever go that far um and people can even have low ping but still unstable connections and so i right so there are going to be exceptions and it's and and i'm not i'm i don't think i'll ever be to the point where i say it's one-to-one -one for various other reasons besides that but they are going to have a place they're they're a way to get people into the game they might be the way people prefer to play the game i mean certain people may feel if they go to an event that there may be uh, more challenges for them for whatever reason, right? So online is going to be a space that's always going to be valuable to us as a community. So I, I think to write it off regardless of experience, I think is unreasonable. But I also think that saying that it's one-to-one -one with LAN is um, also unreasonable. So while we're opening up, I think it's fair to put more value on it. And But I think our gold standard uh, would always be best to be LAN. So I think the more we go to LAN, I think the more we kind of shift away from probably prioritizing online but to but where is the tipping point where we just say okay well you know you don't really need to do online anymore or you know what do we do with that for rankings because we didn't really do rankings before do we just if something iconic happens online but then it completely contradicts someone's career or if there's like a tie break between people do we use an online result to to break that i mean there are questions that are still going to be there and it's going to be, I think, partly resolved by how much the top players want to enter online um, and, and things like that. So, yeah, I, I think they're, they're going to matter more now than they will when offline is um, completely reopened. But, yeah, I'm not going to ever... I'm, I'm, I think regardless, I'm not ever going to say that they're going to be one-to-one -one regardless of whatever is uh, changed. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had an interesting take... Uh on this that I'm just going to provide, which is that I think, I think what we look, we're looking at it now, like, okay, I think we're going to miss online tournaments in a way. I think that when offline tournaments are fully, banned, that's an interesting like take. There's, there's certain aspects of like, okay, I, I this was something that I, 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 maybe, maybe you know what I mean by this. Maybe you don't. I almost feel like online is a region. Like there are certain <laughs> with online tournaments, I almost feel like there's certain players where I'm like their region is online. That like, is funny. You know what I mean? Because they 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 enter every online tournament. You know, they're they you usually expect to see them in whatever winter semis or whatever. Yeah. Or or and 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 you know, there's kind of become this little bit of a culture with online tournaments where it's like you know, sure, it happens. You know, there's uh, usually region locked up till a certain point, and then West Coast and East Coast play after a certain point. And then whoever wins, and then, you know, the tournament organizer raids the guy's stream, and then they have a celebration <laughs> stream, and they're, like, drinking. You can't do that with offline tournaments, right? That's just not a thing. And Axe did stream after he won Summit, though. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's there's, true. There's Summit's, summit. that's, that's true. Summit's summit. a bit of a... Summit's a bit different, but yeah, I feel like online... Summit is special in that regard. Yeah, um, I, I do feel like online has kind of, like, opened up that thought process for other majors, too. Like, maybe other right. players will be bringing like mobile stream setups mm. to stream actually at the event and stuff like that. Yeah. I had yeah, thought about, uh, hold, hold on real quick. I, I hadn't ahead. thought about this before until Toph brought it up, but like, I think there is a cert certain level of like, you don't really get stuff that you would see on a regular basis um, that you do get online. Cause like when are we, we can't see like Aklo versus HBox on a weekly basis, unless it's online, you know, yeah, we can't yeah. see. Yeah. Kubi all the way up in Canada or, you know, LSD, who's, what is he? This South, South, South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. And, like, we, we wouldn't be able to see all these people compete if not for online. So it kind of gives right. a, an interesting uh, little thing, you know, where people that right. normally wouldn't play, that the only way you would really see them is at, like, a bigger regional or if they run into each other in bracket and big tournaments and stuff. So I think that is pretty interesting.
Yeah, and that's something that I was the, really the only other thing I wanted to bring up is I think the main thing people will probably argue eventually is that online in its own way does democratize Melee a little bit more where people don't have to pay a bunch or have to be sponsored to go to an event. They can play mm -hmm. from kind of wherever and that makes it easier to get in. And I think that's fair. Um, but I... I um, I don't, and I think that's really good for our accessibility as a scene, but I think the more we try to get people into the upper echelon of the game, I think the more we still push people towards the the LAN events. But yeah, I mean, so that that is that is our challenge as a community. How do we try to make this the best scenario for everyone? And And I don't really have a perfect answer to that. I would love to see, you know, like in-region type of online qualifiers for like in-region things like maybe... Maybe when Yingling is done ratioing people, he runs an <laughs> online thing to get people into Smash Camp or whatever, right? Like I, I don't know, I don't know if he can ever go back to that. That'll be tough after his newfound fame. But maybe he he finds a way, right? And so there there are all kinds of all kinds of solutions here. And um, yeah, I, I think integrating the two would be cool. But also, I mean, I think there is just going to be a separation, kind of like what Toast talking about with the with the regional thing. It it is really going to be yeah. a different thing for sure. And uh, looking back on it, is going to be. Uh, an interesting uh, experiment and a case study for what what a drastic change does for all of us, I guess. Yeah. And I think it'd be really cool if, like, we got all those people that all the regulars that we saw online and somehow like got them to an IRL event and like had them all play <laughs> and just to see. Oh, uh, like, that's, uh, funny. Uh, that's they, funny. I mean, it is kind of funny. But <laughs> you get all the you put all the you... online grinders into the sun. See see who handles it. That's yeah, good. Exactly. I like that. See how you handle a screaming crowd and, you know, <laughs> not being able to smack talk somebody right into their face. Oh, uh, yes, I like that. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I think that's 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 important there. I, I like that, too, because it shows that we have a lot of there's a lot of potential for things we can do with this, either for the people that have made names for themselves more so in this time or could make a name for themselves. Because even if we go, even if everything opens up tomorrow, I think there will be people that might still just come up online and then use that to either get sponsored or use that to crowdfund their stream the way to get to a, a larger tournament like Genesis or something. And then maybe things take off for them more there. It'd be very interesting. So it, I think it's always going to have a place and I think it's very good for us. Shout outs to Fizzy. Oh, yeah. Big shout outs to Fizzy. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I, I also think... Uh, I also think it's a good idea to like, uh, I feel like something like this will happen in the future where I think mm -hmm. we're still going to be having online tournaments for those people who just, you know, can't travel or don't want to travel uh, whichever yeah. way. But mm -hmm. I think tournaments having things where like, hey, uh, the winner of this tournament, this online tournament, a big one or whatever, will be flown out to this oh. in-person tournament. Yeah. Uh, and I think things like that happening would be great to kind of mix in the online players with offline to give the best players of the online a chance to actually go to events and things like that yeah i like that yeah definitely i think it's cool too just to think about i don't know i mean there's there's all kinds of kinds of incentives and things you could do with like ranked too with slippy ranked i think that's something that people are really looking towards <laughs> oh that's gonna be funny uh, that's yeah. looking really cool by the way Ranked's gonna be fun. yeah i think that's gonna be a pretty pretty colossal and you could you could do stuff like you know similarly with that right like i can imagine yeah. there's ladder back in the day had this little perk where i think it was if you were like number one on the ladder at the end of a season he would just give you fifty dollars or something it was like some <laughs> little prize for being number one on the ladder That's and uh you know Heck i don't know yeah. i could see some similar sort of i mean you know the, the obviously the sky's the limit you know but but uh that could be the sort of thing too, where we fly somebody out based on their, mm -hmm. their rank performance or something like that. Or we use that as a kind of a gateway to, uh, I don't know, seed offline majors or something like that. I have no Imagine I have no idea. Summit does um, like several offline qualifier spots, but then they have one online one. And so not only yeah. do we have like the crazy <laughs> campaigning that people get mad at, but then people have the offline online thing to get mad at. Summit will be really just farming all the impressions then oh like, yeah a lot of buzz the that, more yeah. the more things you can make people get mad at i think on the internet better. <laughs> yeah that does That's that does good for numbers that is good for numbers yeah but yeah i i would really love to see someone like i want to see ben hbox in person that's what i want to see that's <laughs> what too. i want to see because they got a they got a rivalry <laughs> yeah for better or for worse yeah 
<laughs> they definitely do at this point. A confusing statement to to be said two years ago, but a sensible one now. Ah, uh, well, I wouldn't have known who Ben right. was. So I That's why it would have been really like, confusing. <laughs> it would have been very confusing. That would H-Box be just like, found a rival in some guy named Ben. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Now I think um, Ben's the favorite or something. I think he might be. <laughs> we'll tell. see. We'll see. Yeah. But um, yeah, you got any th- other thoughts about, about this, Nels? Or you feel like we uh, answered the question adequately? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I, one final thought I had was like, do you think after like, say, Riptide comes back or something, it'd be cool to just like make a definitive online era uh you know rankings but then i feel like people would get mad about it so uh, not. well people get mad about the offline rankings already yeah people get I'll mad imagine. about any kind of rankings <laughs> i mean making some that aren't official could be all right but then you know some people might take it as that i don't know right. it'd be but what does official tough. even mean people it's get true. mad you know melee staff endorses it that's what it means at the end of the day now <laughs> right Tap endorsed it now it's melee stats I mean, PG right. Stats made yeah. that tier list, and I remember Tove talking about how it's the official quote unquote. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, my opinion, uh, in my opinion, I don't see why not. Like, I don't see, uh, I feel like having something that shows the best players or like results wise of this, of the online era, you know, before in person majors come back. Uh, I don't see why not. You know, I feel like something notable should come of it at the very least. So, I, you know, I, I think a ranking would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that's what Again. I was thinking. Just to kind of immortalize this this very important era I feel like we've had. Got to get Ben up there. Yeah, I got to get Ben up there, of course. Yeah. Up there. <laughs> right, yeah, that's, Kadoran. Yeah, I, that's cool. Oh, yeah, Kadoran. definitely. I think Kadoran's Kadoran. going do things. But see, though. I mean, I think that, yeah, that's the other thing, right? Is like, you know, we can't, you don't want to, I feel like the way we talk about it, it's almost like, oh, if we don't honor these online players now, you know, they'll never have their, but I mean, the real thing that they gained was the skill that they got grinding through COVID. And like, I don't expect Ben to have any trouble succeeding in an offline major. Kadoran's going to do great. Kadoran. Yeah. yeah, I I just assume Kadoran already started entering SoCal tournaments and he's been winning. I think every tournament he's entered. Um, So yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I think at the end of the day, right. I think, uh, I think to me, uh, like this period specifically during the pandemic, I feel like this is kind of a historic time, a historic era, because I don't know oh, if yeah. something like this is ever going to happen again, where it's only online for a year only straight. Only online, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I, I think something like this should be somehow documented, and I feel like a ranking's mm. kind of good for that. That's a cool way to think about it. I, I do. I would feel kind of bad for putting melee stats through trying to figure out how to do that, but it would be <laughs> that is a good argument for for making them do it all the same. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I they guess they want as long as I'm person. not doing the work, right? Yeah, right. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like them that. do it. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's I, easier. The same people enter every time, right? Maybe it's well, just easier. Yeah. Maybe I. I mean, I don't know. Some some people's <laughs> lag goes up for a certain set, uh, just true. just because of ISPs and stuff. And so, like, how are That's you going to take true. that into account? Or, or there was a crucial moment, and if on a stream someone said there was a lag spike for that, I I don't know, man. I feel like, but like melee stats, I know they're the type of people that will consider all so many things when evaluating it. And so, and I love that they do that, but that just makes this so much harder than like, which is it's already hard even offline. Um, where there are so many things to consider. So I, I would feel for them, but at the same time, Axe's historical argument does persuade me. We could yeehaw that. <laughs> uh, it it definitely like wouldn't it. be easy, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, that's, that, I think that's good on my question, yeah. I, okay. Good conversation. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to give a shout-out, if that's okay with you guys. Please um, do. I want to give a shout-out to you three, because I'm actually a big fan of... Uh, oh. of Let's Tofi go us and Axe. <laughs> I mean, Axe already knows. I don't. Gotta, I don't gotta. I don't gotta sing his praises here. Yeah, no, but, Nels uh, is my boy. So, yeah. but uh, Tof, big fan. I've seen like every video, you know, that you put out for like yeah, let's go. I don't know, a long time. Uh, PB also a big fan. Thank you. Uh, and I want to. I, I instead of a, a shout out, I want to do a call out to okay. Twitch's web because we haven't played Melee yet. Oh. And I want to play with him. <laughs> okay, well, when so whenever one of you comes back, let me know how that turned out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should be easy, right? You just, you have Slippy now. You don't have to 
Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to go to his house. It's it's anymore. It's very, but maybe I want to go to his very house. Easy. Dude, heck yeah. Hang out. Sleep <laughs> over. Really nice house, yeah. huh? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Billy, <laughs> guys. I really thanks, appreciate Nels. it. All appreciate right. The, take care. The... Thanks for calling in. Yeah, take calling. it easy, Nels. All right. Good questions that was today. A... Good questions. Um, we, we've got to go soon, so we're not, unfortunately not going to be able to take more callers. Mm -hmm. um there are crew battles that people are participating in check out rollback rumble the big one that's going to be oh, happening yes. soon but i really out. did i did want to ask uh, I, I had there are so many things that there, there, i mean they really we just haven't really even talked about the pikachu thing and i think that is heinous but that's not what i want to ask you about so you'll just have to come back so we can talk about the pikachu thing but um okay. like what What's yeah, the I mean, thing? just like there's so many things that we could ask him about it, but I, I, I don't just because there's, like there's so much, right? Like him being, you just mean being, playing Pikachu? Well, sure, but also like yeah, I mean that what everything that comes with it, right? Like the challenges, and then he's like pretty much the only one, not as much now, I know, ah. but like for a long time, and like there were so many things that I wanted to ask him about it, and I think that would have been great. But um, what I really wanted to ask you about now, and hopefully this won't take quite as long as many nuances, but I don't know, and again, I want to be respectful of your time, but. This was brought up at the beginning, and this was that, you know, you were often, and I think reasonably so, regarded as one of the kindest people in Melee. Um, and I wanted to first ask you, I have a follow-up, but I wanted to first ask you, how do you feel about that title? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of just some guy. <laughs> like, uh, um. I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like it's only because of popularity, because, you know, I've I've been in the spotlight a lot. And um, I think when people think of like wholesome, they're just like, oh, it's Axe and Amsa. You know, that's mm -hmm. kind of like what's at the top. But like, dude, I'm not like the nicest guy ever. You know, I see people like like um, Eddie Mexico, if any of you guys know, um, have like talked to him at all. Or there's there's just like a whole bunch of people that I think don't um they're just not as much in the spotlight i guess i'll say mm -hmm. but i mean I, I don't i don't know what to think i don't even think it's like a title or something i mean a lot of people think of that but um sure you know like i mean i i think that's that's great you know if anything i i, I want to be just welcoming to anyone that's trying to get into melee uh and i think it helps just just to be friendly and you know just be a, a decent person sure uh and you know i, I kind of just want to help people get into the game that's that's the main thing bring people right. into the community so if you didn't play melee you would be a jerk is what you're saying um i did get employee of the month a lot when i worked at walgreens for oh, customer service stop. the walgreens drake <laughs> deep cut let's go baby so there's that that's employee yeah but, i don't think i, I mean, employee of the month in anything but i don't think I, i've worked anywhere that, that did that which is a shame that's a shame hmm. yeah i mean you know you just you kind of just have to be a decent person i mean that's pretty yeah. much it you know okay well yeah and follow up for that really quickly then um you are you are saying you're not sure why people say that but you're saying you want to be welcoming so i'm kind of curious uh what does kindness mean to you i mean if you're saying these other people have it um to some extent then they just don't get it seen i mean is there something about that you'd like to take but really uh, the main question is what is what is being kind to you i mean so many people do think of you that way so what it, what what do you think of like that maybe people want to embody that maybe they want to learn from that right um so i grew up doing martial arts under my dad uh, my dad's a uh, ah. um he does tung sudo which is kind of similar to taekwondo it's it's more of a defensive type of martial arts but mainly just teaches you about like discipline and self-control and things of that nature um and i think the main thing is respect and especially the golden rule of just treating people how you would want to be treated or more treating people how you think they want to be treated um mm. uh and i i vibe with that a lot you know like um it just uh, makes me feel good to uh, make other people happy. Sure. You know? Yeah, it's wonderful. I think a lot of people feel that way, but like, I don't not know. Everyone, that's kind not of... everyone acts on it, and you and you do act on it. So I mean, that's if if it sounds like you're almost saying if you if you have that belief in yourself, go for it. It's gonna feel good. 
yeah I, I mean that's it and i also feel like uh with the melee community i think most of our top players really are are actually like great people you know and and that's what i like about summit as well going into it just being able to um hang out with all these people more and like really learn how they are i feel like i feel like most of these the top players like pretty much everyone i'm hanging out with uh they're really great people like just the melee community um as a whole like getting to know all these people over over a decade now it's kind of how it's mm -hmm. been has been over a decade yeah Crazy to think about. Yeah. Crazy to um, think about. I mean, I I could follow it up with more, but I think I think those are pretty good answers. Tough, how are you feeling about this? I love that. I love that. I think it's cool that Axe embodies that that kind of energy. For sure. For sure. Shout out to Eddie Mexico too. That guy is a super yeah. duper sweetheart. Dude, he really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's but actually, I feel he's like been uh, work recently too. Yeah, which, he has. which is really cool to see. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I don't know. I feel like just the um, especially the melee community is like mostly just uh, really great people. You know, especially when I look at like other uh, I guess gaming communities and and I see like other things. I don't know. I'm I'm happy to be in the melee community. So sure, um, I I do feel like after a certain point, uh, <laughs> we are all like you mentioned, we are all older now, and I think that kind of adds to it too. Or I think you kind of yeah. learn the value of certain things just by kind of having that life experience. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a wonderful note to end on. I am glad that uh, glad to have you with us, Axe. Uh, thank you so much for uh, having the questions and and working with the schedules on a short notice. But you've got a crew battle to go be in. Um, everyone, check out BTS Smash shortly yeah, after this TV goes on. BTS Smash. I'm gonna go commentate that. I was gonna go, go commentate it. it. Yeah. yeah, so it should be Sweet. a wonderful time. Um, guys, go check that out. But yeah, for everyone here at Radio Melee tuning in, uh, whether you're an audio listener or on YouTube, which you can always sub to, it'd be great for us. Uh, thank you so much for being here. You can tune in every Tuesday, get wonderful guests such as Axe rolling through with Tofa and myself hosting it. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Beautiful people of the world. See ya. Peace out, guys. Take care, guys.